Hey everyone, this is Maria. And this is Christina. And we want to tell you about the new podcast we're starting. This is something that's been on our hearts for a while. We are two good friends. And next door neighbors. With different lifestyles, but the same common goal to live wholesome, nutritious, and adventurous lives. I'm an NTP, nutrition coach and educator. I get to equip individuals and families to experience freedom in their health. I love my job. And I am recently engaged Woo-hoo! to May 2020 wedding. I am a city girl who married a cowboy. Together we live on an organic dairy farm with two little boys, a bunch of cows, pigs, chickens, a livestock guardian dog, and a cat that looks like Garfield. We want to share a story with you, and we want to hear yours. So grab a cup of tea and join us for this conversation we call Real Life. This week, I'm so excited to talk about five habits that we're going to do in the new year. But first, Christina, how was your holiday? Oh, it was it was long. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, we, had, we started the 21st with Christmas at my parents' house. And then we had like a Christmas with family, it seems like every other day after that. Um, so it was really good, but um, next year I want it shorter. Okay. <laughs> Which leads to one of our our um, habits that we're going to talk about. But how was your holiday? It was good. It was actually just on Christmas Day. Oh, really? So, yeah. I went to my parents with Pavel during the day. In the evening, we went over to his family in Rochester. So before that, though, honestly, it was busy because I was like, oh, I don't have all these family meetings. So I did these spontaneous like. Well, you were coffee. newly engaged. Yeah. Like. That's very true. <laughs> I saw you definitely living it up. I think yeah. the week before Christmas, you were like, yeah, I'm going here. I'm, yeah. Did you go to Niagara Falls? We did. <laughs> we took the Saturday before Christmas, went to Niagara Falls. It was amazing. To be young and in love again. Yeah. <laughs> You're still young and in love. <laughs> yeah. But we have children. It changes the dynamic a yeah. little bit. So what did you do Christmas Eve? Uh, Christmas Eve, we actually spent um, time with family from the church. Oh, okay. Um, a couple fun. from the church, yeah. Spent time with them. Nice. Yeah, just had dinner, hung out. That sounds really relaxing. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah, I think with children and then lots of family gatherings, it gets like stressful for me. And also I like, like real talk. Like I love sitting with our tea right now, having conversation with you. I'm not the biggest fan of small talk. So that sometimes gets like a little bit overwhelming for me when I'm just making lots of small talk with lots of people. Yeah. Um, But it's good. I mean, it's really good to stretch yourself in that area too and get out of your PJs. What was your favorite food? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, Our church did the live nativity with the kids, and we always do um, a little coffee bar beforehand, like brunch. It's grown every year. And your mom brought that pine cone dip. That's right. You guys, it was so cute. Like, I guess it'd be like a cheese ball, if if you're familiar or have that as part of your holiday tradition, a cheese ball. But she made it herself, and then she shaped it into a pine cone. And the way she achieved the look was she took slivered almonds and place them just perfectly. Like she said, she spent a lot of time and she said she was looking at pine cones from her mantle or something like <laughs> as like, an example. Oh my goodness. It was the prettiest thing ever. And then the finishing touch was a pine branch that was like beautifully draped along the side. So I tried to recreate it um, for one of, I think Christmas day at my mother-in-law's 
And I, I didn't ask your mom for the recipe because it was Christmas and I didn't want to bother her. So I just took cream cheese and bacon bits and um, cheddar cheese and then a bunch of seasonings. I can't remember if there was anything else in it, but I just like formed it into a into a pine cone shape on a plate, and then um, Kelby arranged the. He was really into arranging the almonds. Yeah, and he did a great job. Did it taste good? Yeah, it was delicious. Mm. Everyone liked it. Just like a nice. It's a fun thing. It definitely wasn't a quick thing, but right. <laughs> but it's beautiful as a centerpiece. So if you're looking for something unique to bring to your mm-hmm. next winter potluck. Yeah. For everyone to ooh and awe over. Yeah. Maybe we can get the actual recipe from her and Mm -hmm. post it in the show notes. Yeah. That's a great (laughs) idea. Totally do that. Yeah. She's so creative. Like, has Mm -hmm. she always been that way growing up? I think so. Yeah. That's really sweet. It's Mm -hmm. where you get it from. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So what was your favorite treat? Well, I had lots of delicious food. My sister made one of my favorite sides of bacon scallops and brussels sprouts sauteed together it was it's really yummy she's done it before i always enjoy it. it's a treat did she put any vinegar on it no sometimes i do that with balsamic vinegar it's a wegman's trick oh okay yeah Hmm. nope it didn't have i think it's just salt and pepper maybe garlic yeah sauteed in coconut oil that's really good but i tried a new treat it was paleo pumpkin muffins. Mm. And I decided to make a double batch. So I made mini muffins and I also made a loaf of pumpkin bread. Oh, it was like a huge batch. It was. was Did it fill the whole mini muffin tray? Yeah, it did. Wow. Marie and I have this mini muffin tray that's the size of an oven. Like Mm -hmm. instead of two trays side by side, it's the full length of a full size oven. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. So it was an experiment. I was trying a new recipe and it turned out nice, but not fantastic. Like I was like, it's not super sweet. So it had cassava flour um, and maple syrup were like oh, the two. Yep. It was maple syrup instead of sugar, cassava flour instead of regular flour. So it was good, but it wasn't super pumpkin-y or maple-y. So, Weird. Yeah. So the cassava flour took from it, do you think? I don't know. I found like when I was making cassava flour treats on Yaps, I had to add like equal parts pumpkin to cassava to taste it. Okay. But it made like the yummiest, gooeyest brownie texture ever. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to, I'll definitely up the pumpkin or maybe my pumpkin wasn't as flavorful. Was it the possible. one from like our garden outside? No, it's one that you gave me from farmer's market, I think, which was good. From the farmer's market? I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes, like, the ones that we grow, if I don't know the difference between jack-o'-lantern pumpkins and, like, you know, like, when I plant them, (laughs) I never label anything. And the ones that are good for carving have, like, zero flavor. Mm -hmm. And you don't figure it out until you cook it, and you're like, oh, this is, like, pasty white flesh. So it could have been the pumpkin's fault. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it worked. Like, for the... The pumpkin bread. Yeah. We actually, I took it to my mom's and she made another pine cone. Oh my gosh. Pine cone. So we like spread cheese on the pumpkin bread and it was delicious. Yeah. And it was like a great texture. The bread was a good texture. And then I took the mini muffins to the Bell's family and his dad is a beekeeper. So he has amazing raw honey. So we just added some honey to the muffins, like spread That's some so honey good. on it and it was good. It was sweet. 
It was nice. I'm super curious. You were making this like pretty recipe basket for Pavel's mom. Yeah. What was that? What recipe? I put some ingredients together for my molasses cookies. Oh, fun. Yeah. So I had done the I, – I made a new recipe for my holiday dessert party. Yeah. Back in November. And I had a recipe booklet with the molasses cookie recipe in it. And I gave it to her at Thanksgiving time. And I was like, hey, for Christmas, I'm going to give her some of the ingredients she wouldn't have on hand. That are That's a great idea. Unique. Yeah. So I gave her cassava flour, coconut sugar, molasses, and she's really excited to use it. She'll definitely. I guess we should preface this by saying your fiance's name is Pavel. Pavel. <laughs> so if you hear us talking about Pavel, yeah. that was Maria's love interest. Yeah. And my husband's name is Kelby. Mm-hmm. So now you're acquainted yeah. with her significant we'll others when we introduce. casually bring them in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Pavel would make a guest appearance. Does he have any interest? Oh, tons. I would love – I wonder if people would love – I would love if you guys got on and talked about your engagement story. Aww. I think it's so sweet. And, I mean, I guess we didn't elaborate a lot on um, our vision for this podcast. But we originally – like Maria and I are obviously passionate about food. <laughs> and nutrition and just how your food is grown. Um, but we also have a lot of other quirky, fun, real life interests. Mm-hmm. And so we titled it real life because we're going to talk about real food and we're going to talk about real things that happen. And it's just going to be a little bit of everything. And if there's topics you're more interested, you can search for them. And otherwise, we hope you guys join the ride. Yeah. <laughs> that we're on. Yeah. So um, we're going to process life and then yeah. sharpen each other and encourage each other. Absolutely. Yeah. And we'll always have tea. So <laughs> <laughs> what tea are you drinking this morning? I have just a slice of ginger and some, I think, lemon juice. I think I wanted it to be lime, but. Really? Well, I just, you know, I can't remember what okay. I. <laughs> so <laughs> they you, look the same. I see. You had lime. You yeah. Like sure. those. What are those things we love from Wegmans? The yeah. glass jars. It's, juice yeah it, yeah it's just like it, but they look the same okay. except the, one of them has a picture of 11 and one has a line yeah so uh, and like early in the morning i'm not functioning as well <laughs> like, whatever that's what funny. are you drinking basically the same thing i don't have ginger it's li- oh it's okay. lime tea yeah fun yeah well um before we get into our topics uh i wanted to just start a conversation about um New Year's resolutions. I myself has like really bought the mindset of new year, new me in years past. And I've come to the conclusion it's just not the healthiest standard to put on myself. I guess what I'm thinking is it's good to have goals. And sometimes putting a timestamp on goals will really motivate me. But if like we lead our weight onto it and we say we have to meet this goal by this time, I feel like I'm setting myself for up for disappointment. In the long run, like, what do you think about that, Maria? Yeah, I absolutely agree. New Year's resolutions can be powerful and dynamic, or they can be a distraction from a healthy lifestyle. Mm. So what I encourage is a lifestyle mentality when you're setting your goals versus, I would say, a dieting mentality. And it doesn't mean your goal is food-related, but an example could be like, I want to keep my house clean. So instead of developing habits 
that are going to be sustainable and realistic, you spend an entire Saturday cleaning your house and then expect your house to stay clean the rest of the year. Like, <laughs> Which is impractical with yeah. toddlers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So your goals should never be restricting or exhausting. They should be sustainable, realistic. Yeah, that's such a good point. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the what we set as, as far as habits, we didn't even talk about it ahead of time, but we decided to call these habits instead of goals. Um, I think to use that language is, is just communicating the longevity of something. So like a goal is usually like I want to run a marathon and then you run it and it's yeah. done. And a habit could last a lifetime True. or, or, you know, so yeah. um, I think that's why we went in this direction mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and subconsciously. <laughs> yeah. And subconsciously our habits are similar. Yeah. Yeah. So we molded them in a way that they fit into five categories. Right. Yep. And and these might not be habits for everyone, but we thought these were pretty general as far as just health and wellness goes. Um, and so should we jump into that? Sure. And tell them? Yeah. Let me share real quick. Whenever I set a goal for myself or work with my clients, I like to to make sure that it fits under the acronym SMART. SMART goals. So we're sharing with you habits, but some of these habits could be broken down into goals. Like how am I going to, what goals do I have in mind to accomplish these habits? So these habits are simple. They're not time consuming. There's not going to be a ton of content for a bunch of goals, but I'm just going to share with you what the SMART goals are and then you can integrate them appropriately into your habits. So a SMART goal is specific. It needs to be simple, can be clearly defined. Um, It's also measurable. Um, You can demonstrate a tangible progress to your desired goal. And sometimes that's short-term benchmarks along the way to attain a long-term goal. That would definitely be a bigger goal that you have in mind. Actionable is the A in SMART. The the goals are feasible and well-defined. And then it's relevant, so you can measure the outcomes that are relevant to your goals and values. So sometimes we, like, set these goals that aren't really relevant to the season that we're in. And that's why I think it's really important. It gives context. And then time-bound. So you, Christina, you mentioned putting a time frame on a goal, and sometimes that can be limiting. limiting, And that's true. But it also can be the accountability that you need. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So those are just things to keep in mind. That's smart. Yeah. Maria, did you put these in your article this week? I didn't. Okay. No. Nope. So we're at, we're looking into show notes. Mm-hmm. No promises if we'll have show notes this yeah. podcast because it's episode one. But if we do, I'll put these in mm-hmm. and maybe you'll see a future blog post about it on Thriving Health yeah. or at least on Facebook. I do actually have a past um, article on these notes on the smart goals. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so I can maybe pull you can that share out. it. Perfect. Definitely. Sounds good. Okay, Yay. so into the five habits. Okay. Our first one um, was I wanted to set a time for myself each day. I'm a mother of two toddlers, and I find myself getting lost in the shuffle. Um, and and then getting down to it's 9:30 at night. I'm putting the kids to bed, and I sit on the couch and realize 
This is the first time I've had to collect my thoughts. And my husband's home, so he wants to talk. Mm. And so I needed to actually budget out time on a daily, whether it's five minutes or 50, where I'm just reflecting and doing something that just kind of helps me reset um, so that I can allow, you know, an adequate time for my children and my husband and and me Mm. all in an equal balance. So what does that look like for you, Maria? Well, for me, taking time aside for myself, actually, it sounds kind of funny. I want to take a bath once a month. That's so, nice. Yeah. Only once a month? <laughs> so it's not a daily goal. It's a monthly goal. And it's honestly like this whole last year, I was like, I want to take a bath. And it never happened. I mm. never take baths. Like I haven't taken one in like three or four years honest. So you have a beautiful bathtub. I I just never prioritize it. So I want to start prioritizing it. And if it happens more than once a month, then that's great. So I love that idea. I, and like side note, have you seen these cool things they have for the bathtub where they're like trays and you can like set your iPad on and like a glass of tea, a cup of tea or some people have a glass of wine and and they just like relax or their candles. No, I it's haven't a new seen thing. That. I don't have a bathtub, so I always see them and envy them. I'm like, yeah. I want one of those. You can come take a bath at my house and use the fancy tray. Yeah, <laughs> just don't <laughs> drop your iPad in the I water. Know. I know that's funny. I'll send you a picture of it. Yeah. All right. So our second goal is giving thanks every day. Yes. So before, maybe I was newly married, I did 100 days of thankfulness. And it was like Facebook, you know, like a social media thing. And each day I'd post a picture and one thing I was thankful for. And I loved that. Like I was a happier person doing that. Not that I'm not a happy person now. But I want to get back into that habit because there's so much to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. So so probably every morning I'm going to try and do it. Okay. Um, when I get my hot cup of something and I'll just like reflect and say, today I'm thankful for Maria. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Well, you're the first thing I saw. (laughs) Yeah. But, but just reflecting and and each thing we have so much to be thankful for, Mm -hmm. like as citizens of this planet and we're just so blessed. So, yeah. Yeah. So I want to reflect on that more. That's awesome. For me, it's also something I'm bringing back. And uh, probably a couple years ago, I challenged myself that that the very first thing I do in the morning is thanking God for something specific. So, like, the first thing out of my (laughs) – All right. You have to explain. (laughs) Pause. (laughs) We just (laughs) – So, if you remember in the introduction, I talked about my cat that looks like Garfield. So – his name is Fat Bobby, and he is as fat as he is long. <laughs> and he just tried to climb up the windowsill where there's a bunch of pine boughs and berries beautifully arranged. And he just knocked them all down. And because it's after Christmas, they all shedded everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're laughing at. That's great. So Thank sorry. you for the entertainment, Bobby. <laughs> this commercial break is brought to you by Bobby. Cheddar Bob. <laughs> <laughs> he has lots of names. Yeah. That's so funny. All right. All right. Thankfulness. Yeah. So just before I even get out of bed, like specifically thanking God for something and just having a conversation with God. So it's That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. I used to end my day like that. Mm. Now that you say that every night before I went to sleep, 
I would just thank God for something. Mm. Yeah. It's really good. It's a good way to start the day. Yeah. Day. So, oh, this one's a fun one. Um, More random acts of kindness. Yes. I love random acts of kindness. I don't know. I, and I can't think of anything in particular. But I just love, like, when you go – we live in a college town. So sometimes we'll have, like, foreign exchange students that don't understand how the currency works or whatever. And, like, you're behind them in the coffee shop and they're flustering to just be able to pay for their coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, and then – and, like, I'm thinking of one guy in particular. And he was like, how do I pay you back? And I was like, it's a dollar. Like, you know, no big deal. And he just, like, couldn't – you know, and, and it's, like, such a cool way to welcome people into our community. And if we could change the culture of just Alfred, like, mm-hmm. just this area. And we are such givers already, like mm-hmm. Alfred is. But even – and doing it more. And the other thing I loved with the rocks, those died really fast. Remember the rocks? I do. That painted – we painted thousands of rocks and put them everywhere. Yeah. And I think it got it, – it went out of style because people were, like, collecting and hoarding them. Um, but, it, like, it was such a beautiful way to brighten someone's day. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll just paint rocks again. Yeah. So it's something <laughs> you're developing, what those will look yeah, like. Yeah. But just the, having that in the back of my mind, like like – bringing back that culture into my family of Mm. random acts of giving. Yeah, that's excellent. It's actually this summer I got to be part of Lighthouse Church's leadership course, Mm -hmm. and one of our assignments was to do random acts of kindness. Can you, like, tell one now? Yeah. Okay. What was your favorite? My favorite – it was – I loved writing notes. Like, I think that was the biggest thing, surprising someone with a note. And it was usually someone I knew wasn't a stranger and just telling them how much I appreciated them. So that was huge. Sometimes I would, you know, buy coffee for someone or, um, you know, leave them a gift or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was just – it was amazing for me to be intentional to think about other people throughout my day. So my goal is for this habit is to do it two to three times a week and to journal it, like what I'm planning to do and then write like how it played out. And maybe I never hear feedback from the person and that's okay. Or maybe they're like, hey, this really blessed me and I really needed it. So I know it's impacting the culture of our community, um, but it's also impacting me as a person. It gets me thinking about other people more so I'm looking up a quote and now I can't find it but it's by Corey Ten Boom mm-hmm. and basically what it's saying is when we have our eyes on ourselves, we're like you know we just are disgusted or depressed mm-hmm. I think was the word that she used but mm-hmm. but when our eyes are outward we're encouraged mm-hmm. and I think that that's what random acts of kindness does is we might be having a bad day, but if we can make someone else's day better, yeah, if we can bless someone, it just, you know, it changes how we feel mm-hmm. too. I don't know. I can't explain why it does that. Yeah. I was actually like the um, recipient of one of those random experiences this summer. Emily um, Smith came over. She, I think she was helping you move in. Okay. And I, we both do the same thing. So on Sunday, I don't do dishes like until the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, it's like a rule for it's, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. It's like my one time to relax and I don't want to think about dishes. So I cover them with a, a cloth because I can't relax if like I'm looking at them. <laughs> They're staring at me and calling Aww. my name. 
So we were like joking about it because I was on my way out and it was around lunchtime. And I was like, ignore the dishes. Like I don't do them on Sunday. And she laughed and said, she does the same thing. She puts a cloth over them so she doesn't have to see them. And then when I got back, all my dishes were done. It was the sweetest thing. That's cool. Yeah. It's those blessings when you're a stay-at-home mom, like, Mm. and those, those chores that sometimes just loom over you Mm -hmm. that it was, it meant a lot to me. So thanks, Emily. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Oh, and, and so we're on number four, eat more collagen and bone broth every day. That's right. We both had this as our habit without, without even realizing. Yeah. I totally, I want to like, get back isn't there cultures that have broth always that bring on the definitely the pot it's not on the stove yeah i mean they're they're making bone broth and it's in their soups and stews like they're consuming it as part of their meals it's yeah it's just always there like we have coffee or tea they have bone broth and i think even reading little house on the prairie you always like when somebody's sick it's like somebody grab broth off the stove. Mm. And so I want to get to that. I don't know if I'll always have it simmering because mm-hmm. it creeps me out <laughs> to like like the pot that never stops simmering. Yeah. But just having it always in our fridge um, and and then when I don't have it made or like I don't want a warm cup having just a scoop of collagen. Mm-hmm. And I was going to ask you, Maria, like what should we strive for for like collagen to be effective like how do we get our eyelashes and hair to grow with collagen (laughs) what's the dose honestly it's like two to three servings a day what does a serving look like serving is two tablespoons of collagen powder okay which is like grass-fed collagen peptides you can get that um different health food stores Wegmans is our local grocery store that carries it so like six tablespoons a day yeah four to six yeah or getting like three cups of bone broth in a day. Okay. Yeah. Which soup, mm-hmm. like, we just use that as our base mm-hmm. and stews, like you said. Yeah. It's and, nice additive. Yeah. And one serving a day is great. Like, that's like taking your vitamin. Yeah, but, but I want long hair this year. I know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, more of a medicinal dose. Yeah. Okay. Therapeutic dose. Therapeutic is the word. Yeah. Yeah. So Are what's going to be your favorite recipe? For collagen? Well, uh, Yeah. Yeah, let's share our favorite way to get either bone broth or collagen. You can't say soup. Go. Okay. <laughs> I love putting it in my yogurt. Oh. Yeah, it's like protein so on protein. I never thought of that. <laughs> yeah, I do. I put it in my teas as well, but I I like putting it in my yogurt. Yum. Yep. I make gummies. Oh. I use gelatin and collagen cool. and like make gummies. That's yeah. a... That's like a keto thing a lot of people do. And then like some people use the exogenous ketones to sweeten them. Mm-hmm. So do the boys like to eat that? Yeah, but I won't give them the one with the uh, exogenous ketones. Okay. Um, But yeah, I, I don't know. The gummies are really fun because you can just like – I think one is one serving. Okay. But I'll have to double check now that you say like two to three tablespoons. Like I feel like one is – maybe I need two servings. of them. Two, two to three servings and two tablespoons, is right? One serving, yeah. Okay, we'll mm-hmm. get it right eventually. <laughs> like, I did great. I had a cup of collagen today. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I'm not sure what that would do. <laughs> awesome. What is number five? Oh, so I drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> and I didn't want to say I'm not drinking coffee. Yeah. 
but I wanted to drink less coffee, focus on my adrenals and therapeutic healing. Mm -hmm. So in place of coffee, I'm going to drink more tea. Nice. And Something um, you'll enjoy. Yeah, I think so. I've gotten away. I don't really like the bag teas anymore. Um, A lot of them have natural flavors in them and you can just taste it. Like they just don't taste right on my mouth. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah. So I think instead I'll just do a lot of what we're drinking now, like the lemon and ginger and Mm -hmm. like random stuff. We have herbs dried from the garden and we grew ginger this year. And I just remembered right now sitting here that I have the leaves drying. Really? So I wonder if the leaves would taste like anything. Hmm. Petra um, from Fruition Seeds in Naples drinks the leaves. Cool. What are you going to do? I am going to do something similar. So not as specific to coffee. I drink coffee socially. And right now it's it's a good balance in my life. But I want to drink more teas. I want to drink more herbal teas for medicinal purposes, um, for fun and for exploration. So my... Uh, my plan is to try at least one new tea a month and drink it a lot for that month. <laughs> so I'm going to like do research wow. on like what what is this tea good for, like drinking it and seeing the benefits within that month. So for this month, I'm doing two teas. I'm doing nettle and holy basil. Oh, that's so, fun. Did yeah. you dry these? No, I wish I had. Like, I had both of those available this summer. And I I did preserve some of them, but not enough for tea. Yeah, so I got them. um, I love that idea. I'm curious. Record your effects. (laughs) Scientific experiment. Yeah, but the goal is also, like, to just, like, one month I'll just – get like some turmeric and make tea from it all the time. Wow. Just consume more turmeric. That like I have um we've got Mark Tolk. He's the local herbalist. And so I'm not like gonna run with this and pretend I'm a clinical herbalist. Like he's my my oh, he'll help person. Yeah. We should have him on too. I know. Yes. Well I think that that wraps up our five habits. Yes. We'll do a recap. So the first one is we're going to set more time aside for ourselves every day. Mm -hmm. Um, The second one, give thanks every day, whether it's morning or night or in between. Um, The third, more random acts of kindness. The fourth, eat collagen or bone broth every day. So we can have super long hair by next Christmas. (laughs) And the fifth, drink more tea, less coffee. That's right. So those were good habits. I feel like they're attainable for us. Yes. And we can hold each other accountable. Mm-hmm. We'll check in like every few months on the podcast. Hey, Christina, have you been drinking more? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really curious, did you guys set habits or goals this year? You can reach Maria at Thriving Health on Facebook. Um, you also have a blog. Is it What's the blog address? Mm-hmm. ThrivingHealthNewYork.com. Okay. It's where my blog is on my website, and you can also message me there. Facebook is Thriving Health New York. Thriving Health yep. New York. And Instagram. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Thriving, Thriving Health, Health New, New York. York. Yes. And then I'm on Facebook at Sunny Cove Farm. Um, and then I'm also on Instagram at out, on, out of the underscore ashes. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it since I was 13. Aww. And, um, then we both write articles in the Alfred Sun. Yes. So a lot of times our articles will correspond with mm-hmm. the podcast, one, one or both of us. Will. And uh, so if you're local to the Alfred area, 
you can check out the Alfred Sun yes. for our articles. But we we would love to hear from you guys. We want to do Q and A's just like we were doing on the Facebook Live. So if you guys have questions about the podcast, um, we'll set up a podcast email too. So it's a quick reach and uh, hopefully get better at the show notes thing. So yeah, awesome. but I'm really excited. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Yeah, next week we are going to dive into the topic of whole foods versus fad diets. Oh, I'm really excited about this one. Yes. Did I ever tell you that before I got married, I went on a Kit Kat diet? Oh, no. (laughs) That sounds terrible. All I ate was one Kit Kat a day for three months. No. Yep. Okay, we'll talk more about that. (laughs) Cliffhanger. Yeah. (laughs) We love you guys. Have a great week, and we'll see you same time next week. Bye. Bye.